morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back for a extra special rendition of the Bros and the Berg podcast. This is Ryan Doyle, Robbie, and Connor Doyle, our executive producer. This week, our second podcast of the week, like I said, it's a special one. We are breaking down the MCU universe, movies, TV shows, and the like into tiers. So this whole episode is going to be a tier list. There's going to be no sports. It's just going to be the Marvel franchise. Uh, no TV shows, just the movies. Can we we'll still talk about the TV shows. Though. We'll <laughs> still <laughs> talk. <laughs> can, can we start over? <laughs> Let's do it, do it again. Nah. I did. No, I'm kidding. You don't have to. Okay. Well. I... Well, we first want to start off with uh, Mr. Robbie Bergstone today saw the new Doctor Strange movie, um, so we have not had a chance to talk about it amongst ourselves, so we're going to do that now, since that is not on our tier list little Johnson we have put together. And we're going to use that to catapult ourselves into ranking all the other MCU um, MCU movies. So, Rob, yeah, you want to take us through your initial thoughts? Yeah, this probably goes movie. without saying as well, but like, you know, spoilers from here on yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I'll put another, yeah. I'll, I'll put an alert and then when it ends, I'll put another like word no, yeah, so you'll know. No, don't do that. Just you no, know, if you have half a brain, we're about to break down the entire MCU. <laughs> there's probably gonna be spoilers. Yeah. Let's just let's just use some common sense. That's but anyway. So for let me let me describe my movie going experience okay. first. Yeah, please. Um I was the only person in my movie theater. No, I had the entire chance, theater really? myself. That's kind of sick. There were like, there were like, I think so. There were like five cars in the parking lot. That's kind of sick, like, though. It was sick. Pulled yeah. up, got a Diet Coke. Okay. Yeah. And then the people <laughs> at the movie theater were like, oh, do you want a ticket too? I'm like, no. I already bought I just, my ticket. I just like, also, like, how weird do you think I am that I'm like rolling up to a movie theater just to buy a Diet Coke and leave? Yeah. That is a terrible economic decision to buy yeah. anything at a movie theater and not be there to watch a movie. Yeah. Anyways, so sorry, <laughs> strange, really that's unrelated, but that was that was my movie going experience tonight. Um, so I thought it was good. The story, like I think the story was interesting. Like all that was fine. The pacing was a little weird. Like you got in there and you were in the movie. Like it just went. Yeah, I just started. Yeah. Yeah. Like it randomly like got a little slow and then it picked back up again and then it was over. Mm. Like it was like a little all over the place. I think they made some interesting like cinematography decisions mm -hmm. like at times it almost felt like a like shitty horror movie when yes, they were yeah. like yes. feeding their faces in and out and like doing all that stuff like that was a little weird mm -hmm. um, or connor connor mean, mentioned the uh the violin or whatever like the string was, that that's was the only that, thing that, that yeah, it was a it was a violin like piano pluck it's it's the, like the classic you know they whenever there's like a jump scare they like play that noise or whatever bro it's like it's like that's fine but they did it like seven times they it was the same notes yeah. too they did it over they pounded and it was just it. wanda doing like yeah, it was just wanda like showing up <laughs> and, like relax and then speaking of music like the whole like music fight scene was like interesting i thought that was I cool was. i thought the cgi was yeah, really I cool it was cool, and, like it was cool, like you know, like it led into the song that they ended yeah, up playing. Yeah, they, like, yeah. they were playing the notes, but mm -hmm. I, I just thought that was different and like stood out to me. But yeah. I, I thought like it was good. I thought the pacing was a little weird, and I thought the like the, some of the like camera shots were in, were mm -hmm. different. They weren't necessarily bad. Yeah, just different. Yeah, I think that was part of the director because Sam Raimi came in with like yeah. he was he, he had a little bit of a different idea for where he wanted to take it, and I saw that to Ryan too. I was like, the movie was good, but it, like nothing more than good like it, it to be completely honest i mean it was i wouldn't even say it was disappointing in my head they told a different story than i anticipated them telling 
like in terms of the yeah. multiverse. I thought it, I thought it would be more progression in terms of like the multiverse and whole, but really all we got was just that this girl has powers, and then that was kind of it in terms of like the the multiverse story. I mean, it was very it didn't it didn't progress anything, and it, and and for, if you're doing a Doctor Strange too, I feel like you don't need to involve. The multiverse in that story i don't know it's just my thoughts yeah the, well, the only thing that came out of it was that now the dark hold is gone that was yeah. like the only outcome yeah yeah and I, like i thought it was kind of odd right it's like we're just now in the grand scheme of the mcu like finding out about all these different realities right and that there's finding out about the multiverse mm -hmm. all of a sudden just like some broad comes out of nowhere who yeah i can just travel between all of them <laughs> i mean it's like it's like a little bit of a classic marvel like cop out like the classic disney thing or like the oh it's star wars anything could happen kind of thing so and then she you know in the middle of the fight she figures out oh i can control this now you know, yeah the, that's kind of like disney like, though that's just a disney yeah, the, the classic encouragement it's like ah, oh, yes this is this is what i was meant to do mm -hmm. there were a couple things that like look like they're going to be plot holes then all of a sudden they like would like actually explain it out i'm trying to remember a couple off the top of my head where there's a couple of things like i would like ask a question in my head like that doesn't really make like whenever Wong and Wanda were going up to that like tower up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's like, why like no, he portals them next to it. And she's like, why the fuck didn't you portal us all the way up to the tower? And like yeah, they actually yeah. did it. Mm -hmm. Like stuff like that, like I thought was interesting. They actually did kind of go back on it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I definitely it didn't feel like like you said, Connor, like it really progressed anything. And like it didn't really like you keep thinking they're gonna bring back the stuff from Loki that like, you know, Kang uh, is yes, in the background. Exactly, yeah. And that still hasn't happened. Yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I thought there was gonna be more Kang oriented, and I and like I said, with the like the only progression that I really felt like happened was that it just created a little bit more of a rift between Strange and Wanda, and the, in terms of like character relationships, that, well, I guess and Wong and Wanda too, but that was really it. And uh, I mean, and there was some like there was you know I, I don't I didn't like hate this movie. There were some very cool moments. I thought the entire thing of him like getting into his you know reanimated dead body. I thought that that you know that camera work and that that was incredible. Um, yeah. All that. Um, yeah, and I like I said, I didn't hate the story. It was just different than I thought they were gonna tell. Um, and I thought they could have for Doctor Strange too. I thought they definitely could have done something else to where they didn't need to bring this in. Because like you said, I thought the fact that Kang, we've only seen him in Loki and and nothing else. Like I understand that Loki's an alternate reality to the one we have or the one we knew because the one we knew is dead. But that so it's a different Loki or no? Because I, I guess because he, he's from Avengers onward, whatever. So he's kind of the one we know, but. I don't know. Yeah, he's the one we know before yeah, like before everything, everything else happens. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. But like I, I thought it was kind of interesting that they made such a big deal, and I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, but the book of Ashanti or Deshanti or whatever it was. Ashanti, Ashanti yeah. And they mentioned that like multiple times in a lot of really like intense scenes, and then they get there and just like Yeah. Yeah, that like that was like, like it seemed like that's gonna be the MacGuffin of the movie, right? Like this is what everyone's trying to get to. Like we need yeah. this. Like, and there's only one because it's like at the convergence of all these realities, right? And right. then it's immediately yeah. like, oh, it's the super powerful thing, and it's mm. Wanda breeds on it. I did appreciate how strong <laughs> yeah, they made Wanda. Nuts. I mean, like every like we people fans of Marvels that have read the comics and everything knew how strong the Scarlet Witch is, but I think it was really like they were showing all the more casual fans, like, yeah, no, she's literally the strongest. Like, she could 1v1 Thanos if she wasn't yeah. dealing with Vision kind of thing. Yeah, the power so. scaling was very consistent throughout the movie. Like, no mm -hmm. one was, like, actually beating Wanda, right? Like, you weren't ever going to actually, like, out-magic her. 
But yeah. and then that stayed that way through the entire movie. That you and she had to bury herself. <laughs> she's she's, she's alive. Yeah, she's not no, dead. She's dead. We can all agree. To that, yeah, right? she's not dead. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, and then so obviously with this movie we have to talk about the cameos. Um, uh, more spoilers. John Krasinski as uh Reed Richards. Uh, they brought back Professor X. Uh, in in what if fashion, original actor? The original actor. <laughs> uh, yep. That was uh, odd. And what if they brought back, or from what if they had um, Peggy Carter as, uh, her name's Captain Carter in what if, um, yeah. Black Bolt, and then and then um, Mordo from the original Doctor Strange, who yeah. those make up the Illuminati. Captain Marvel. Yeah, excuse but, me, but uh, uh, Maria, Rambo. yeah, Rambo. Yep, but Monica Rambo's mother, or Maria Rambo from. Captain I thought Marvel. it was a really interesting casting decision to go with Professor, like OG Professor X, like. I I was thinking they might recast that for like role. Would you think you they're going to go like the the younger one? The dude who plays the younger or one? Just like a new actor, introduce a new actor as Professor X. I mean because I don't know, are you trying to do callbacks to like get people confused because the new Professor X Yeah, like, probably. These aren't related. It wasn't an MCU thing with old x-men well given how fast that these characters died i mean it, it was just it was pure fan service so like sure. they didn't really i don't i don't think they really cared about continuity because they i think i think that krasinski will be back as reed richards yeah, I, I think, think for sure he's I think gonna come set up for that one for yeah sure. yeah um all the other ones obviously not i i don't know about professor x i don't know about x-men what the hell they're gonna do with x-men yeah. um i mean that's the fun. first time we've seen x-men right yeah i mean because and and Hugh Jackman has been so adamant about let it, like let Logan be the last you know like Wolverine story for for exactly. him personally. No, he's he's very adamant. He's like I don't want to come back to Wolverine because I thought Logan was such a good send off, which he's right. <laughs> um, but, I thought yeah. I would rank Logan very high if we were ranking Logan. All is, I love movies. Logan. Um, but yeah, I mean the whole scene with I I thought the the exchange between Wanda and the Illuminati, especially with Black Bolt, was very well done. Just let me like oh yeah. you know what mouth, and then he's like he, like that was sick. It, it um, got dark. Real yeah, it quick. got dark real quick. Yeah, you yeah. saw a lot of like the deaths more were gory deaths. Cool. Yeah, they did. the one with the other Doctor Strange where he like lands on the gatepost. Yeah. That was. Um, I feel like also something. Robbie, did you understand what happened at the end? And like also the with the post credit. Yeah. So I was trying to read a little bit about the post credits, like as yeah. I was like moving, leaving the movie. Mm-hmm. I get the. You can be on your phone while watching the movie because there's nobody else. <laughs> yeah, the that's actually. I, kind I, looked of up, I looked up how many post credits scene there was. <laughs> yeah. Um. But so I guess she's like uh, her name's. Oh, I don't remember it off the top of my head. She's one of Doctor Strange's love interests in like the comics. Okay. Um. Okay. And so they're kind of like bringing her in, like assuming that they're gonna have to be fixing the multiverse, whatever. But like you talk about, I don't get what they're fixing about the multiverse, like. Mm. The only reason we keep dealing with multiverse is because people intentionally start going about <laughs> yeah. it's not like yeah. it's like collapsing on itself. Mm-hmm. It's just like people keep fucking with it. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Well it's also like MCU almost the MCU kinda almost went back on their story with like being America Chavez being the only one that can travel through the multiverse. And then the post credit scene is someone else who can travel through the multiverse. Like the whole point of the movie was like there's one person who can do this and then there's another person that can do this. But like Ryan said, the dimension that she came from at the end from the post credit looked like the one I was um, Dormammu for yeah, sure. Yeah, Dormammu, yeah. It looks like that. And so her name is Clea and she's like in the comics comes from the dark dimension, which is where yeah, like okay. Dormammu. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so is gotcha. is that Doctor Strange with the third eye? Is that the one that he found in the broken dimension or whatever it was? 
did he take I, over I his body? Did he dreamwalk into him? Something like I don't know. Some weird. Or like, or like, was that the consequence of taking over the yeah. dead? I think so. Like, yeah. Like taking that over is like, is that what yep. the third eye is? It would no. I think it's the punishment of using the darkhold. Remember when the he was fighting other strange and and yeah. he talks about how there is a price to pay for using the darkhold. Mm, I think oh, that's yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. That's a good one. Uh, Robbie, what did you think of the through line of like him? Uh, the whole like Christine thing because if I'm being completely honest, like Christine was kind of for me personally uh, like an unmemorable love interest for Doctor Strange one. Like I didn't even remember her name until they said something. Um, and I mean, just I don't know for for like the context of the movie and how Vega's supposed to be in terms of the multiverse. I just didn't I didn't feel like this through line really resonated. I I I understood the whole thing of like oh every dimension he went to like he could never be with Christine kind of thing. I understood that, but I don't know just for the stakes in the movie. I you know what, what were your thoughts? And the same thing happened in What If too. The, like mm-hmm. the, that there's that one What If episode where like Christine dies and then he like goes about like trying like do everything he can to save her and it doesn't work. Yeah. Um. I think I got set up a little bit more there. I think. I mean. I think like True. they wrapped it up. Like I don't think you'll see Rachel McAdams in another Marvel movie. Like I think that like wrapped up their yeah story essentially whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I didn't mind it. Like I think she was pretty memorable in the first one because like. She's the reason he ends up going to Carmartage because she's like, you're an asshole. Like, yeah. go. And then he just goes and starts like wandering the world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I like it. I liked it for just like as big as the multiverse is, you still have these things that bring you back to like whatever dimension or reality you come from kind of thing. Yeah, right. And like, mm-hmm. so I didn't mind it. I think we definitely should get in the, the uh, tier list. We've been on this on the one movie for 15, 15 minutes. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. are you talking trash? No, I'm just you know sure we're the pacing. Bashing. We're giving a review. We're giving a review. All right, so yeah, we're yeah. gonna go for this tier list, boys. We're gonna go in uh, release order. Um, so first of all, Iron Man. Iron Man one released in 2008. I, I think this is a top five Marvel movie in my opinion. Maybe top three. Honestly, honestly, it's- God. Top three's a bit spicy. Top yeah. five's not a terrible take. But like, I don't, I don't it's know if it's a top so five good. movie in terms of like the movie itself or the influence it had. Like, no, I, don't... I, 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 re- I rewatched it a few weeks ago. I think that movie's so good. Just watching it back. You think again. it's aged well? Yes, I think in it's relation, aged incredibly well. Yeah, I would, I would yeah. argue. Being made in two thousand eight, I feel like it's aged pretty well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it started, like you said, it started the whole thing. I mean. I, I would have just put it in banger. I think it's a really good movie, but I think there are a lot of movies in the MCU that are maybe not a lot, but there are movies in the MCU that are better. But Connor seems to. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Rob. And and with these movies specifically, just because of how big a net they all cast in this whole grouping, there's a lot of different things you have to pay attention to. It's like, okay, how does this add to the story? How how was the reaction from the cultural reaction and everyone that watched it the first time, how is it's rewatchability, right? Like, so there's a lot of different things that kind of go into ranking um, yeah. these movies and it kind of depends mm-hmm. on what emphasis that you put on. Um, so Iron Man being the first one and getting yeah. the MCU started off, I think is, is memorable and Tony Stark playing that role. Um, I'm definitely going to, I'm going to put it in banger okay. uh, personally. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it's a top 10. Yeah, uh, I think sure. it's a borderline top five. Uh, easy top five. I, I would also argue in terms of like the um, as as you said, Robbie, the just like how it holds up. I mean, so for a lot of these actors, especially like we'll get into it, like Chris Hemsworth was, you know, and Chris Evans were both a little bit stiff when they started. Robert Downey Jr. just 
picks it up immediately. And the first Iron Man, he he is Tony Stark, and it's just I think that's what makes the movie so impressive too. But at, I, the, I think the only thing that for me that holds it back though is like the villain's not great. Sure. Like like he has very like basic motivations for like why he's doing what he says. Like I I just want to take over the company. Like yeah, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> yeah, oh, like that's like the most basic thing ever. So I think that's one of the things that kind of holds it back. Okay. I will say the Iron Man series as a whole, the villains weren't great. Yeah. But what about the guy with his bird? Bird. He's got the bird. The bird dude who then we see back in Shang-Chi. We don't see him back in Shang-Chi. We see the Mandarin back in I'm sorry, Iron Iron Man 3. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, bro. Um, So next up, so we put that in the top of Banger for right now. Next up, we have the Incredible Hulk. The Edward Norton before they recast it to Mark Ruffalo. I don't know the last time I saw that movie. I rewatched it, it a couple weeks was ago. Was there any MCU call in that movie? Um, I don't remember there being. So Besides the abomination. Yes. So the post <laughs> the post credit scene was Tony Stark coming up to somebody in a bar. Coming Nick up to like, Fury, oh, was it really? Tony Stark, I thought. No, no, no. Uh, Tony Stark comes up to this was before I yeah, so Tony Stark comes up to the general that was like trying to control the Hulk. It was like the post credit, and then he's like, "We're looking for you know a team or whatever, like that kind of thing." And then so this technically, you know, like actually did involve itself in the MCU, but obviously they recasted everybody involved. Um, it's in a different universe. Yeah, th- this is a, this is an oof for me. This is not Hulk, a good Hulk movie. movies traditionally have <laughs> been bad. Good. This is not. I a good thought the movie. the fight scene with Abomination was fine the cgi was okay like, cgi wise yeah. i thought they put a lot of the budget into that mm-hmm. like five ten minute fight yeah um the story was ass i mean yeah. everything like kind of leading up to it wasn't very Jeez. good um i yeah. mean i don't think we're gonna have a lot of movies in sitting oof. in oof so yeah. i'm i'm down for that bro i re so when i i'm sorry I go ahead, bro. yeah uh, she hope trailer looks really good it looks, fun. It looks different. It. it looks kind I of funny. It actually we missed that Tuesday, but you guys hadn't watched it yet. But I, I think it looks very different. I think it's very good. different. Yeah, but it, it looks funny. Um, with the Hulk thing, it was like, it, it was it was already bad when I was rewatching a few weeks ago. It was already bad, right? But then you get into the third act of the movie, and then they introduce this other scientist who is this like comic relief character. The comedy makes you want to gouge your eyes out it, it was so bad like the actor's bad the, the the lines are bad it's just one of the worst things i've ever seen uh so we'll put the incredible hulk in oof uh now we got iron man 2 with the main villain being whiplash the guy the russian dude with the bird uh yeah he needs his bird and war and uh justin hammer too yeah he's so, oh he makes every time i see his face i want to punch him right he's, <laughs> he's, 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 he's a good villain he's a punchable he's a really villain. Good yeah <laughs> Uh, um, I I put it in Kachow. I like this. I movie. really like I don't, Iron Man. I don't, think, I don't think it's as good as Iron Man one, but I I would yeah. put it up. I probably agree with that. Yeah, I, I I'd be down with Kachow. Mm-hmm. We can't go through it too fast, guys. Got to have some. I get, we'll have some discussion about I'm this. Trying to, I'm trying to because I haven't seen Iron Man two in a while. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to remember some of the plot lines that went with it. I remember they had the whole big con- convention, for lack of a better term, and he like uh, the Stark Expo. New, yeah, yeah. Yeah, finds the yeah. new element that his dad had laid out, like the yeah. position the of the plan and everything. So I thought, I thought that was a War cool callback. First time yeah. we see War Machine, like the actual suit, obviously mm-hmm. they recast him from the yeah. first Iron Man. Iron Man, so you actually see him, Don Cheadle, mm-hmm. get his suit and like yeah. become War Machine. That's in that movie. They have the fight yep. at the Stark Mansion. Yeah. Um, I feel like the is. innovation of the suit. Like he, him yeah. pulling it out of a briefcase, like putting it on, like after yeah. the the car accident yeah. and everything. Yeah, that was a that was, that's a year. Monaco. Uh, Elon Musk has a cameo. Yeah, in he, it. Does. he does. He does. Grand Prix. Yeah. 
Um, I and I'm I will stand by this fact. I Iron Man and like the the trilogy best character development by a mile in terms of the MCU, just of how how much yeah. Tony Stark progresses. It's just I'm, incredible. I'm curious to see what is the if you break down all the MCU for that like up until Endgame, what is the screen time distribution for all these characters? Because I feel oh, like Iron Stark Man has, is huge. Yeah, the I, highest of all of them. I'm actually. I feel like I, I, I saw a post on Reddit that someone did that. You can find that. I've definitely seen that before. Chris Evans uh, got to be up there too. Oh no, because he was out for the one movie, wasn't he? Because he yeah, was like on the like, run. Like, was it? He hasn't been in as many movies as Robert Downey Jr. has. Yeah, because he's because because Robert Downey Jr. is in a few of the Spider Mans too. Right. Yeah, I do. Uh, that's right. He is. Yeah, he's uh, like, he's the first Spider Man is so mm-hmm. bad. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I would like to find the answer to this. So what? What was the question you were asking, Ryan? MCU so if you're if you're time? breaking down, um, screen time. Or like that, they have. So, all the so the top is Iron Man, uh, five hours and fifty eight minutes. I I just pulled it up as well. Okay, if you were. No, you got it. Go okay, so Tony Stark Iron Man has this is broken down into seconds. By the way, I don't I do Good not know Lord. why. Damn. Tony Stark Iron Man twenty one thousand five hundred twenty five seconds. So, what is what is that equal? Well, I found the minutes one. I don't know what are the hours one. Three hundred and three hundred sixty minute. So six hours. Yeah, six hours, so, yeah. and he has three standalone movies. Which, so you're not. I mean, you're definitely not shocked. Shocked by that. Which Peter crazy, Parker three is already in movies are, are like what, like three of the first six movies or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like they do all of the Iron Man super early, and then he's just there. But what's wild is uh, Peter Parker Spider Man is second. Oh, mine says. Okay, what does your say? It might not be updated through the third Spider-Man movie. This is March 2022. This is... What is it? Hold on. We're having some technical stuff right now. Uh, so this, this one does oh, not yeah, take is... into account Maximoff or Strange. Yeah, I think... This is, oh, this is 2019, yeah. Never mind. It's probably, yeah. Or Ryan's yours is probably through Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes, I believe so. And, yeah. Yep. So... Top three are Iron Man, Peter Parker, and Captain America is like 400 seconds yeah. behind uh, Parker. Who are we talking about that? No, Iron Man only has three standalone movies, but Captain America Civil War was like also kind of an Iron Man movie. Yeah, it's pretty much an Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah it was the pseudo-Avengers movie. Pseudo-Avenger. Yeah, um, so we'll move on to the next movie. The next release was the first Thor movie in which I... I think this is the most overhated MCU movie, honestly. I think that people take take issue with at, that Hemsworth is a little stiff in some of the directorial decisions. Um, I don't think this movie is is as bad as people remember, and I think if people went and rewatched it, they would enjoy it a lot more than they thought they would. The first I think the problem that, is just that yeah. Ragnarok is so much better. It's it's just like, funny when you watch yeah. Ragnarok, you're like, and you go back and watch the yeah. old Thor movie. Like they're completely different tones, like completely yeah. different characters. Like mm-hmm. Thor's a completely different character between those yeah. two movies. I think um, I think I they, like, they just didn't realize how much of a knack that Hemsworth had for comedic acting at the time because they were trying to. He was very like you said, he was a very different character. He was more of this Shakespearean, you know, like drama. drama. Yeah, dry yeah. drama. But then they realized, oh no, he's actually a really funny actor. So let's give him, you know, the comedic stuff, the the Marvel comedy, and they figured that I out. I think that was a a. a 
director decision based off what Thor was coming from. I mean, he was had never had any interaction with like people from Earth, right? So he ha- came from Asgard's sense of humor, mm-hmm. and like he was royalty and all that. So I don't, I don't think necessarily that was like a bad decision I agree. in terms of directing, right? Yep. Like I think that you had to show again character development of Thor becoming quote-unquote more human and more earth-like mm-hmm. and letting his like personality kind of come through the the scene in the first one where he like throws down his coffee mug coffee, and says, yeah. Another, yeah. that one's that's hysterical yeah. like, that's a really fun scene. yeah it's a classic fish you know fish out of water story but you know people thought they didn't do it well i i would disagree i think it's, it's much better than people thought it was so where, where would you, I agree. you I, gentlemen place it my biggest gripe with that is the is the fight scene that like Which with one? The, the whatever the, the monster the Terminator that, thing oh, that yeah, comes. yeah, yeah. I, it's mid at best. I mean, talk- he has his like home, homies come down and, to like try to help, and and somehow like an under you know underviewed part of this movie. Tom Hiddleston is like this is his first appearance as Loki. He's incredible. Like in the first story, he's yeah. incredible. The scene between him and Anthony Hopkins when he like is confronting him about like Odin not being his dad. That scene's incredible. Like Hiddleston and Hopkins have worked phenomenally together. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, I don't. Hemsworth is obviously a little stiff, but I, uh, overhated. Uh, where would you guys put this movie? I'd probably put it in Kachow, personally. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was on the fence between Kachow and it was a movie. So if y'all, if y'all feel strongly about it, I mean, I feel like we're gonna have a lot in the top three. So if we yeah. want to put that top of it was a movie, that's that's I'm not gonna lose sleep over it. Uh, You're gonna be so upset. You're gonna. It's better than the second Thor. Thor. Yeah. Did y'all see the thing? That, I mean, I'm guessing maybe we'll have myself, but the second Thor, they asked uh, Benedict Cumberbatch to be the villain in that movie. Really? They, I had heard that. And they yeah, offered that's... the villain thing too, and he's like, Thank "You know what? God. I'm good. I'm gonna hold out for like a bigger role in the MCU." Thank God. And it worked out, but I, I the, he said that in an interview this week, which I thought was interesting. Bro, he, like the way he looks, he's ripped from the comics. Like the way he, that yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. looks, he looks exactly like Doctor Strange does in the comics. Um, so did you put that in Kachow or it was a movie? I put it in the bottom of Kachow for right now. Yeah. Put it there. Uh, so next we have Captain America, the first Avenger. So the first, you know, technically the earliest set movie in the MCU. Yeah, if you're doing it chronologically, if yes, you're watching it chronologically, do you watch Cap first? Yeah, it's Cap yeah. and then Captain uh, Marvel. Cap, the two Caps. Yeah, yeah. Two Caps. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Captain America, the first Avenger. This was one, because I've been re-watching some of them and I've gotten to like about Ant-Man. This was one that I actually enjoyed a little less on the rewatch. I thought it was better. Like, I, I originally thought it was better, but now it was a little vanilla, which I guess is kind of, kind of the point of the Captain exactly. America character. Yeah. But I, it's not. A, it's a good movie, don't get me wrong. But honest to God, when I was rewatching him, I, I enjoyed Thor more than I did the first Captain America, which I was shocked by when I, when I went back and watched him. I think I think this like time setting in it is really cool, like mm-hmm. in the war, like all that. I think is really cool and like really well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you. It, like, it, like when you think back about that movie, like it doesn't feel like a lot happened. Yeah, it's just yeah, because not much. To, I, I, you know, sure. the, the Red Skull character was fine, and then he came back in Infinity War. You're like, ooh, or End Games. It's a cool cameo. <laughs> yeah, for sure. a great cameo. Uh, it introduces the Tesseract. Yeah, and... that is good. First time an Infinity show, Stone shows up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, well, then like they, I... they go on with, like, the, his girl comes into, like, being, like, you know, part of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I guess you kind of learn about that a little later. I just, I just feel like the middle yeah. of that movie, like, after he gets the serum, and then, like, nothing happens because, like, yo, you mm-hmm. can't actually, like, 
be a soldier. Like that whole part of the movie is kind of <laughs> that could have yeah, been like cut shorter. out. Yeah, he yeah. loses Bucky. The the post I I'm trying to remember if it's the post credit scene where he wakes up and like runs that out. Really and that's Sam, a really good. That's a really good. That's a top five post credit scene. That's a very good sure. post credit scene. Yeah. Um. And honestly, like for for his time, because it was you know 2011 ish, like when you know obviously it's always kind of strange to see um you know uh, Chris Evans like skinny and stuff. That CGI st- is not bad. Like it actually kind of no. still holds up. It's very impressive yeah. for its time. Um. So yeah, I think they used a body double and like deep probably his face. yeah yeah because yes. because they did it again in Winter Soldier and he looked better in Winter Soldier, but it was still you know it was kind of it was still very strange because it's Chris Evans and he's jacked obviously. Um, I honestly, I would put this in, it, it was a movie, like, you know, it's good, but, you know, for the MCU, I feel like they've done much better. Okay. Um, and it's not up because, like, these are the origin stories, too, mm-hmm. and it's really trying to f- figure out what works with that character. Yeah. And then how they're going to interact with all these other characters that they're trying to introduce, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, they hit the nail on the head with the Iron Man, right? Yep. And then, like, the villain in this one wasn't great. And I mean, similar with Thor. Yeah. So, you know, but they definitely they definitely improved because Thor two or Thor two sucked, but Thor three was great. And then, as we'll talk about, like Winter Soldier was probably one of the best ones. But yeah, yeah they they didn't even stride with villains till much later in MCU. Like some of the early villains are kind of like okay, like kind of poop. nothing Just really overly story, exciting. Essentially, I mean Loki, obviously, but yeah, Loki, outside yeah. of Loki, like not yeah. not the best. Um, so the next one we got is the first Avengers movie, the one that came out in 2012, uh, brought them all together. Um, very good movie. I think, I think probably should, it could probably, it could go in a few tiers. I'd probably say like banger or Orca Chow, in my opinion. I would have said banger. I think it's a good movie. I really like, it. I think groundbreaking for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Super. I mean, when it, when it came out, it, it was a it was a huge like cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the yeah. watchability is really good when yeah. you factor in like some of the stuff with Endgame, and then how that branches off with Loki and like Strange coming back. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was yeah. I thought it yeah. I thought it was really cool. It was Iron Man being selfless. Yeah, I think they had character development for all six of them in one movie, which is pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Like because mm-hmm. they all like kind of change throughout the movie and i think it was impressive that you know you had all six of them in the movie and managed yeah. to get that done mm-hmm. well also showing them like getting their ass whooped yeah, yeah. like you know loki playing them like a fiddle and you know the whole like colson scene where like colson dying off, yeah like, yeah and then like so i, the, I the thought scene... it was i i would definitely say banger for this one yeah, the the scene of the like we're all where they're all together like in the circle for the first time is such a cool scene. Like yeah, it yeah. still holds up and is very cool. Mm-hmm. Does I mean, Black Widow show up before Avengers? She shows up in, in Iron, Iron Man too. That's right. That's right. In Iron and Man. And Hawkeye is in Hawkeye's, Thor. In Th- Hawkeye's in Thor. Yeah, I didn't realize he was in that early. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. yeah. uh, Coulson says like the hot the you know the birds in his nest or something like that. Oh, I remember. And yeah. Um. So yeah, Avengers will put that definitely in banger. And I, you know, my favorite scene, like Ryan said, is when Loki's causing the dissension between them, and the whole thing with like Iron Man and Cap getting in each other's face. And it's kind of an interesting, you know, thing because Captain America knew like Howard Stark. He didn't know it personally, but you know, like knew of Howard Stark. Oh wait, no, he didn't know it personally because he got the shield from it. Yeah. So you know, that whole thing of like you know interacting with his son, I thought that was cool. And the whole thing, you know, everything special about you came out of a bottle. 
is like you know what what makes you so special genius billionaire you know playboy philanthropist like that you know it's just that whole scene i love um so yeah we'll put that in banger and then the next one iron man 3 i would argue this is the worst of the trilogy yes i don't think that's much of a hot take yeah i just, i don't really enjoy this movie that much if i'm being completely I honest I haven't seen this movie in a while. Whenever I rewatched the MCU, we actually yeah. skipped this one. I I don't I, I, enjoy it that much. Yeah, yeah. it's the whole. I mean, it, it's him like eventually trying to cut down on like the Iron Man. Yeah, Pepper doesn't want him to mm-hmm. anymore, and he still has like all these suits and all mm-hmm. this shit. And it kind of takes over his personal life. Um, and then, I think people were upset too because people really wanted the actual Mandarin to be in it because he's one of Iron Man's biggest foes in the comics, mm-hmm. and they set it up and then ended up not really not being the Mandarin. Yeah, that was you know, a lot of people's disappointment as well because they want to actually see that. Obviously, we get him later in Shang Chi, mm-hmm. but I think yeah. that was part of the disappointment as well. That's like you set up this huge villain and then it wasn't actually him. Yep. That kind of kind of felt remind cheap. me was the villain. Um, Dylan was the were burning the, were those dude. attempts at super serum? Like yeah, the extremist. Sort of, the people yeah. that extremist serum. Yeah. Oh. So, like, they had some of the strength and stuff, but, mm-hmm. like, it was super yeah. unstable and shit. Yep. The one thing I will commend Iron Man 3 for is something that Hawkeye also did such a good job of is showing the 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 characters that are human and like their vulnerabilities and Iron Man three, they show like his PTSD from New York, like the, the fight in New York, they show it so heavily and it's so well done. And like, that's why he can't sleep. That's building. That's why he's building all these suits. He's, he can't, you know, he's waking up in the middle of the night all the time. He's having constant like memories and flashbacks. They did. That was, they did that phenomenally. Um, and I know a lot of people remember like the whole interaction with like him and the kid that he met kind of thing. Um, I didn't mind that storyline. It didn't really do much for me either. Uh, yeah, like I, I don't know, I, I don't like I don't I think, dislike I think it this was movie. a movie. Yeah, it, it was a movie. It's not a Kachika. Um, it's not bad enough to be a Kachika. But yeah. but what does it do? Like I'm looking at MCU. Like what is this further in the MCU line? Um, it sets up Age of Ultron. Yeah, because he starts he stops building suits. He starts building the the robots. That's yeah, right. true. That's true. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll put it in. It was a movie for right now. Um, any any more thoughts on that one? I think I spoke. I'm kind with Rob. Right. It's been a little bit since I've seen it. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah. I I, don't, like, I haven't seen that one in forever. Yeah. Um, are you spelled Kachika? <laughs> C K A or? You spelled it K A C H E E G A. Yeah, yeah. I think it's E E C K A. All right, whatever. Um, All now right. we get now we got Thor: The Dark World. Bad. This is just not the, a good movie. The villain yeah, is the worst um, MCU villain ever. And minimum Kachiga. I I don't think it's as bad as the Hulk though. Somehow, <laughs> maybe. I think it's Kachika. It's when I re when I rewatched it again. It was one of the ones that was a little better than I anticipated because I went into it thinking this is gonna be awful. Like this movie is gonna be so bad. But then I rewatched it. And I was like, oh, it's not as bad as I thought. But the villain is the worst villain in the MCU. Like you. There's no point. He doesn't do anything. He his like Thor's mom gives him that work. Some other person gives him that work, and then Thor gives him that work at the end, and he doesn't do anything. Like he he yeah. has the ether for a little bit, and that's it. It's so weird. I guess the you know the the appearance of the ether or the reality stone, um, the first one, first appearance of that, um, 
I don't know. That yeah, that movie not great. What are your guys' thoughts? That you summed it up. That's those are the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It the his character development was also I would argue because in the second one he's he's acting very regal and very, you know, more like Odin. And I was like, I understand that there's character development from the first, but he just went from point A to point B. Like, it, it didn't feel like Thor to me when he was the way he was acting. Um, right. So yeah, it was a little strange. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll put that in, in Kachika. I would I would say probably comfortably the second worst MCU movie to date. Um, so yeah, the next one, one of Ryan Nar- Mai's favorites, uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Elite. Which is my yeah, my personal favorite MCU movie. It's I've, it's hard to top. It's so damn good. That movie is incredible. Robbie, what do why do you why do you think it's so elite? I I, I mean the story is great. Obviously, it sets up so much going forward, and just like every character in it is solid. Like there's mm-hmm. not a bad character you can point to. Like I don't know what they were doing for the story. Like it's just. Yep. A good movie. There's a lot of twists and turns. Nothing like they tried too hard to set up this big twist, but still enough. Like when you watch it for the first time, you really didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, like the Hydra stuff. Really, yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorite scenes in all Marvel is is the scene with Captain America and Black Widow in the basement where the scientist is explaining to them like how Hydra's been infiltrating for all these years. I love that scene so much because I and I also like as much as I want to give props to the story, the editing is incredible. We should, they're showing like the footage and they're like flipping through the page, the case files or whatever, flipping through the pages. Like the editing of that is fantastic. Uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts? On yeah, I mean, what he says, he's like, when, when Hydra needed, like when Hydra needed something, we changed history. And it's like the, uh, yeah, winter soldier see, music, yeah, and it just yeah, like, yeah. you just yeah. see like Bucky or whatever. The winter soldier theme. One of the best themes in Marvel. that, whatever they use for that noise is so like, it, it just shuts down the room. Like it's so, it's so piercing. It's, um, it's MCU Terminator esque. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just, it just kind of is like, Oh shit. Like this, yeah. This dude. Oh shit, Bucky's coming. Oh shit, Bucky's <laughs> yeah. coming. And seeing um Falcon, I mean mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, the the opening scene is hysterical, and then they close oh, the movie that. with yeah. Cap waking up and him saying the same shit. I mean it kinda it's it brings a bit a bit more lightheartedness to mm-hmm. it, yeah. just like them being them being yeah. friends and whatnot, which mm-hmm. I thought um you know, that relationship really you see it bloom and then obviously it gets its own like TV show and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the villain, the villain story mm. is really good, and like you, you think um, Samuel Jackson's dead, and then you know that motherfucker's back. Like you can't, you can't kill that man. Yeah. So that, it his, just yeah. His car chase scene's incredible too. That whole it, it's a it's a violent movie. Like for Marvel, it's a very violent movie, and especially when Bucky's like beating the hell out of Cap at the end on the on the ship. And then, you know, you're, you're worried and then, you know, he drags him out of the water. You're like, there's still, you know, a little bit of him left. And the, it, yeah, the, that development, like just Bucky's development in that movie is better than half the other characters in the, in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Winter Soldier is, is clearly elite. Uh, next, they they had back to back bangers. They had Guardians of the Galaxy one next. Very, very, very different from Winter Soldier. Well, and this is tone. where you see Marvel experiment with. How much comedy can you comedy. cram into a yeah. superhero movie, uh-huh. right? And Chris Pratt is like oh, the dude to bring that about. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I think they cast again. Shout out to Marvel 
and Fantastic I mean, they just cast yeah. every single one of their movies I, I, super, super well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there's so many great one-liners from this movie, you know, from um, Pratt, you know, flipping off the camera when they're doing That's all, like, so the, the cell lineup yeah. to, like, um, Sorry, him with the, the curly-haired dude. Works. Yeah, yeah. Curly-haired dude and stepbrothers. I forget what his name is. He's like, I don't believe anyone's 100 percent dick, man. Like the, those like quotable lines are hysterical. Dance, um, dance off to save the universe. Exactly. Like, tell, him, right? tell him about the dance off. <laughs> yeah, I thought the villain was good. I, I thought yeah, um, for such a funny movie, like having you're kind of a very serious more, villain. Very serious. Right, yeah. a very serious villain, and like who's answering directly to Thanos. So we get like our first little glimpse into Thanos there. Well, Thanos um, was in charge of Loki and Avengers too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Excuse me. Um, but does Thanos does Thanos get screen time in Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, I, I think I, if I remember correctly, I believe this is the post credit. I think this is also a top five post credit where he's like, "Fine, I'll do it myself," and he grabs the gauntlet and puts it on. Like that one is sick. That scene is sick. It's only like five, you know, ten seconds, but it's like one of the best ones. And so we see the Power Stone, correct? That's correct. A, like yes. the little, cr- yeah. the little metal ball that he steals yeah. right at the beginning too. Mm. Yeah, this, the, the, this, the opening scene of him stealing the ball and he's dancing like dancing. <laughs> That's a great. Scene well, too. it's also it also they set up a really good contrasting tone because remember the very first scene is actually like him watching his mom die. Like that's a you yeah. know people forget about that. You're like damn when they when they go into that and then he starts like dancing and stuff. So they you know 80s music. Um, but yeah, it's very very funny music. Uh, very very funny movie. I mean, Bradley Cooper kills it as Rocket. People don't recognize that Vin Diesel voices Groot, which is the funniest thing. They got Vin Diesel and they just have him saying the same line over and over. And like Batista, right? <laughs> Yeah, like, Batista's Drax, yeah, exactly. All these big names. Um, so yeah, we're, do we banger? Are we thinking like top of banger? It's yeah, top uh, of banger. It's yeah. I would be shocked to see if it be- moves below top of banger because in my mind, there's probably five elite movies mm-hmm. and Guardians and like Iron Man are right on the outside. Yeah, yeah. but I I would personally put it above Iron Man and the first Avengers movie. I yeah, I would. Yeah, it's close. It really also depends yeah, on the mood I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. that's true yeah yeah super funny movie um next we have another one that i would argue is a little overhated but i also understand some of the hate uh avengers age of ultron um like i think definitely said, overhated like yeah. you like you said ryan james spader as ultron is the most perfect casting that you could ever yep. have <laughs> james it's, spader he's terrifying his voice is so good for ultron yeah so um, i really love this movie specifically for one reason and it's the reality check to stark and banner and them you know Mm -hmm. being these intelligent dudes thinking they're the most intelligent people in the universe and then they just get whopped like they just all of a sudden yeah something they created it's like oh shit like this technology is smarter than we are and then they have to deal with the consequences and then that that puts you know further down the line of putting the Avengers into the line of fire. It's like, should they be responsible for yeah. all the shit that happened? Like it kind of puts some for the first time in the view of the public in like a negative eye. So mm-hmm. I think it doesn't get enough credit for that and kind of furthering that. Um, I, the- but there was some, there were some plot holes and there were some pacing issues, I think yes. of the movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, no, yeah. yeah I, so <laughs> the biggest 
one of the biggest issues that most people had, mostly because of the follow-up, because they did follow up occasionally because there were some jokes and stuff, but the whole Natasha Bruce Spanner thing never mm-hmm. happened. Did anything? There was and there was it, and it was weird. It was forced, but the, like, but it was almost kind of worth it for the joke in Endgame where like Bruce Banner he said something where he was like, you know what calms me down, and and Thor's like Natasha. <laughs> so that joke is so funny in Endgame. Um, I'm getting real low, big guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, when Thor does that in Ragnarok, yeah, yeah. Yep. No, this this movie was like set for just like joke callbacks. <laughs> like there's just so many call. Well, yep. there's also there's like a serious callback in Endgame when after um, Nebula and Tony come down from the ship, where Tony because th- this is a movie where he's, where he's talking to Cap, he's like, I told you that we needed a shield around the world because of you know stuff like this. Um, so yeah, Robbie, what are your thoughts on Age of Ultron? I- I agree with you. Come on, I really actually, of all the movies we've talked about so far, I want to go back and watch Ultron the most right now. And I'm not going to, but I wouldn't put it obviously in Elite. I don't even know if I put it in Banger, but I kind of want to remember some of some of the stuff because I think it's it's talked about a lot in other movies, like here snippets here and there for conversations. And Mm -hmm. I just like, yeah, you you remember those when you watch through movies again. And it's a big movie. Again, you're bringing all the all the dudes together again mm. for the second time. Um, and I think following the first Avengers, it, I don't want to say it fell flat, but I think there were really high expectations, right? Mm-hmm. When you're, com- you're comparing the first Avenger, this one, infinity war and Endgame, this one obviously is last, right? I don't think like yeah. anyone's going to really argue that, mm-hmm. but it, I think it's still a pretty good movie. Yeah. So put it in now. Like I, they, like I, yeah, I, I don't get why people hate it. Like, I get saying it's not as good as some of the other ones, but I think sure. it's a very good movie. Mm-hmm. I would um, also the the emergence of Vision, you know, as my as a, as important, you know, and you know, Jarvis. a little, yeah, a little bit more of the understanding of the Mind Stone because we really didn't know about it or about it too much, and so we get a little a little deeper look into that. Um, this is Wanda. Yeah, Wanda and Pietro. They were one. They were the post credit in the movie. Yep. Before this, no, they were post credit in Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah, yeah that's right. Because Guardians, the post credit was that they gave the rea- they gave the Power Stone to the Collector or something like that. They no, that was Thor. That, I'm tripping, Thor. bro. <laughs> that was Thor. Yeah. In the post credit of Winter Soldier, you see the Loki scepter and the twins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah. And it's kind of sad that Pedro was killed because mm-hmm. Quicksilver MCU would be sick, but I mean, he's yes. he was in WandaVision, the X Men actor. Yeah, but he also wasn't. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but we'll see. Um, the next one we got is the one I gotta watch next. One that I remember fondly: Ant Man. Paul again, Ryan. You know, casting Paul Rudd is hilarious in this movie. Uh, and I feel his... like this, this one's underrated. Not over, not over hated, but underrated. Correct. I agree. I fully agree. The, his friend is so funny, Luis or whatever his name is. When he's telling the stories and they're doing like the fat. Oh, I love that. I love that editing. Um, but yeah, I think it's I'm trying to... his classic. He's just like Basil Robbins always finds out. <laughs> um, who was the main villain in this movie? Why am I having trouble remembering? Uh, Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, yeah, sure. I, thought... I mean, the whole thing is them trying to steal the Pym formula, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that. That's the whole theme throughout all the Ant Man shit is them trying to find that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, uh, it's like it's like almost like an Ocean's Eleven movie. Like yeah, it teeters yeah, on yeah. that. Just being like, uh, like how to steal something movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy this movie. What are we, are we saying? Like back end of Kachow? It's better than it was a movie. I think it was. Oh, excuse me. Definitely. Very I would say Kachow. Um, yeah. 
you know, it, it is funny in how it builds that character up from like nothing. There's nothing special about Paul Rudd, which I think makes it really yeah. cool that he turns yeah. into a superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in jail I, at the I, beginning of the movie, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think like the like any of the fight scene and the fight scenes were cool, right? The special effects of yeah, like, yeah. You know, down, sizing up, all that kind of stuff is really cool. Um, I like the plan, like the Ocean Eleven comment was great. Like the plan of like how they're gonna go in and yeah. like steal shit. I yeah, I I definitely see that now. But I I would say I would say back in the Kachow front end of it was a movie. I don't think I'm as high on it as you, you two are. Okay, uh, I put it in Kachow. Yeah, put it in Kachow. Uh, next one, I I'm gonna assume you guys are gonna say Elite Captain America Civil War, the end of that trilogy. Um, just some heartbreaking moments in this movie i mean when you know when iron man finds out that bucky or not bucky but the winter soldier was the one that killed his parents it's just that whole scene is incredible and you the see cap like lying to protect yeah. yeah the first time you see a villain win in a marvel movie mm-hmm. like zemo yeah. won oh yeah, yeah yeah the whole when he was like, he achieved, on, yeah. like his goal like mm-hmm. what he wanted to happen yeah the emergence of the first appearance of uh black panther uh in that movie Mm-hmm. Um, and that 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 was a cool little rivalry too, because obviously you know he um, the explosion killed his dad, and he thought you know the Winter Soldier was responsible, so he went after Bucky. Uh, and Cap, he got a decent expected. amount of screen time. He did. No, he really for did. not like having his own movie yet. Yep. You forget yeah. how many how yeah you forget how much he's in this movie. Um, but I mean, like you said, it's kind of a pseudo Avengers movie. I mean, there's so many, and obviously, yeah. um, Spider Man. Excuse me, Spider Man also gets introduced in this movie. Tom yeah. Holland also gets introduced. Um, so yeah, and then I'm trying to remember who all was on, like, each team, because I remember it was, golly, Vision was on Iron Man's team, correct? Yeah. Widow, Cap, Bucky. No, Widow um, was on, Widow was on Iron Man's and then switched to Cap, because, yeah. yeah. Falcon, obviously, was with Cap. Widow was on Iron Man's team, Hawkeye was on Cap's team, because he's one up in jail at the end of the movie. Yeah, but then remember at the end, Black Panther almost catches them, and then Black Widow like tases. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and like when they go off, Falcon um, was on with Captain America. Um, yeah. Ant Man was with Captain America because Falcon mm-hmm. and Ant Man fight. Oh in yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so he's like, Falcon's like, I know a guy, and then they bring in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I also like I said some some of the heartbreaking stuff. I mean, when they're doing the. The fight scene it's it's another very you know winter soldier-esque in terms of it was very violent like that fight scene where he was like you know analyzed their fighting patterns and he like captain america's just beating the hell out of the iron man suit pretty much and he's yeah. like oh you don't deserve to you know wear that shield and then he tosses it aside and he's like kind of moving on to not not quite as captain america e that makes any sense yeah. um yeah he goes dark it's like yeah. as dark as cap can go like uh-huh. off yeah. the grid type thing that you see yeah. in infinity war when you first see him mm-hmm. again um and like like you mentioned some sad things with like war machine i mean he gets paralyzed yeah oh i forgot about and, like, that yeah, everything yeah. stops like yeah. that stopped the entire fight it's like holy shit like we might yeah. have actually killed, killed one of our own dude. yeah yeah when Fal- like because falcon stops down and he's like holy grand and then iron man like blasts him to the side um but yeah, that was funny. That was funny as, <laughs> yeah, as yeah. funny as it could be yeah. in like a really like, sad <laughs> way like, to break the mood there. yeah 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 um yeah and this yeah it, it also shows you like in terms of captain america's development like how important bucky is to him because he's doing so many things to, to protect protect this dude because 
Bucky was the one that protected him throughout his entire lives, and he he can't yep. turn his back on his best friend. It's the whole loyalty thing. Cap's yeah. loyal to a fault, like mm-hmm. not but, telling but Tony that yeah. like Bucky was the one that killed his folks. Yeah. Like that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. But then he's not loyal to Tony at all, even though him and Tony have been through all these things together. And like, yeah. no, it, it's an interesting thing of like where do you draw the line of loyalty yeah. because you have you no know, obviously Bucky's a childhood friend, grew up with him, then. You know, him and Tony had done a lot together at that point. Tony yeah. saved his life in the Battle of New York, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That it's interesting to see where the loyalties lie. He, Cap sure. didn't know, like he, I didn't he have, or he thought it, or he had an idea that Buggy killed his parents, but he didn't know for sure until he saw the video. Wasn't that the story? Yeah, that he, right. he, okay, I think that was was so. Yeah, very good. Obviously, an elite movie in in the MCU. Next, we have the first Doctor Strange movie. Which is one that I I want to go back and watch. I I want to go back and watch this one, especially after seeing you know this most recent one. Um, what were you guys thought? Uh, I thought it was a really good origin story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know him being a pompous asshole is very <laughs> Doctor Strange like, yeah. and then him in similar regards to finding humility like Iron Man and Tony Stark, but it took him like way less than time, like screen time, than took Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, he he, he kind of like got a grip towards the end of the movie. Yeah, you know, started caring about people the very end more. of the movie though. Very, like, yeah. the yeah. very end. Mm. Yeah, the whole the whole scene with Dormammu and him like however many iterations. I've come to bargain. Like, <laughs> yeah. Come to bargain yeah, type thing. That was funny. Um, obviously the CGI is incredible. Yeah. Um, with some some of the some of the fight scenes and like I remember the first scene that he met the Sorcerer Supreme and goes through like the wormholes for like two straight minutes. It's like, like what just happened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. his uh, what astral form gets like punched yeah. out of his body or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I mean the whole the whole, like Ryan said the whole bombus asshole act and and the beginning where he you know he gets in that car accident and then he can't use his fingers anymore and he becomes. Because he's that's what he's done for his whole life, the, the neurosurgery, because he's so good at it, he can't fathom his life without it. So he's like, he will do literally anything to heal himself, which is interesting. Re- really cool thing that I found out like a couple months ago when he, right before he adds Vaxxin, he's driving the Lambo, um, he gets a call from somebody talking about these different surgeries if he'd be interested in performing. One of them is actually War Machine. They oh, talk about it, oh, wow. a, a retired Colonel Air Force that's dude right, yeah. paralyzed from the waist down and, oh, and cool. strangers like pass it and sound interesting. Yeah. Damn. And then, you know, what, whatever yeah. else happens. But it's like, yeah, it's a callback to like just the movie before. And not yeah. a lot of people caught no. up on that because it was so quick. Yeah. So um, I thought that was a cool little thing. There was actually a reference in when that, that reminds me in Winter Soldier. There's a reference when they're talking about like that's the. Great. Yeah, well, they're talking about the the formula for like Zemo's algorithm or whatever, and they talk about they say Stephen Strange, but they also say a news anchor in Cairo, which is supposed to be a reference to Mark Spector actually, and people didn't pick up on that. That one was wild. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People did not recognize that at all. Um, so yeah, Doctor Strange would be thinking like Kachow or maybe Banger. I don't know, one of the two. I'd say Kachow. Yeah, I probably agree. I don't. I don't think it's as good as the three movies we have in Bangkok. Yeah, I do really like. What is what is it set up? I was just trying to think. Like what? So what comes after it? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two, but that doesn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> so sure. it, it doesn't really set up anything in the. It does, yeah, it doesn't. Doctor Strange now exists in the. Yeah, MCU. the introduction for yeah. um, Infinity War. I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. 
Um, so yeah, the next one, one another one I would argue is a little bit overhated. Uh, I also I rewatched that one recently because in chronological you can watch like the two Guardians back to back because they happen separately from everything else. Um, Guardian of the Galaxy Volume Two, where Ego was the main main villain, or you know uh, Star Lord's dad, who, who yeah. we find out. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this movie? You can go first, Rob. I I do get some of the hate for it, mm. like. They you know they opened the first fight scene with the uh was the golden st- people. Yeah, they're stealing from the golden folks. Mm-hmm. Oh no, so they're fighting that monster, right? They're protecting they, the batteries. The but, but, then they, but, then they, but then they steal from it. And like, oh, yeah, rocket, rocket, rocket steals. Yeah, rocket steals. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it starts with a cool opening fight scene, and then like after that, like they're just kinda like chilling on Ego's planet. Yeah. And like nothing really happens for a yeah. while. And then all of a sudden, like Ego goes batshit. I, I get the hate for it. I just feel like not a lot really happens. I think Ego is a fine villain, but like nothing overly interesting like, other than the fact that he's like actually a planet. Well, but, and yep. I thought the whole storyline of like one thing that I like because a lot of heroes would act like kind of stupidly in this situation as, as soon as Ego said that like that's why I had to kill your mother and then he starts shooting his guns. I was like, some of the other heroes would just like stare at him for like five minutes, and Quill just pulls out his guns and starts shooting him. I was like, that's that's correct. That's yeah, how you're supposed to react. Or whatever that he put him in. Yeah, like, exactly. Yep. Try to convince him to join um, him. And then another storyline I would argue is very Yondu's storyline for this movie was very strong with the whole Sylvester Stallone. Yondu's like funeral and stuff. Yes. Too. That dude, that's so yeah. That's like a almost makes you cry kind of scene. But the Yondu storyline saves it from oof to Kachiga. Really, you think it's like, that poor? I was gonna put it in. It was a movie. I was gonna put it. In, it was a movie. It's it. The only saving part of it is it's it, it's entertaining, like funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, like in terms of plot and uh, obviously in the whole scheme of the MCU, it, there's just nothing going on. The the I mean, Nebula really, Gamora line is stupid. Like I don't really mm-hmm. care. And they yeah. still don't solve anything. They're just, yeah. again, fighting with each other. Like, yeah. um, you pick up Mantis. True. Right? You pick up yeah. Mantis. Whenever we watched it, okay, it, so like you said, the comedy was still there. Like, Drax or Batista was hilarious. In this movie, yeah. he was yeah. really funny. Like, yeah, he and, was and, and in the Groot one-liners, like, he's a teenager now. Like, yeah, that, that was funny. Yeah, that was Right, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like the the comedic value is there. That's what you kind of expected after the first one. Mm-hmm. So you know you expected that at a bare minimum, and you're like, wow, like what is what is the story gonna hold? And it's mm-hmm. like the whole like with the shit at the different planets, like on Earth, like starts expanding and all that. It's like, oh god, it's gonna eat you know eat the planet. And yeah, it really wasn't as scary. Yeah, as I didn't like that. Then. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it ate like one Dairy Queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so what, what do you think? So Rob, you said it was a movie. Yeah. That's I, I, think that's I, I, think, I think it's worse than either of the other two movies. Yeah, we have I, it was- I, but it's, it's better than the dark world. I, I, I don't put it down there with a the dark world. It's bad. Uh, um, it might but, be being overcritical and, um, a trilogy that honestly got a little hate, um, you know, apart from the third one. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming. The trilogy got a little bit of hate because they, I think people felt like they were trying to force Tom Holland as like the Iron Man Jr. as opposed to being like Spider-Man. That was, that was a big complaint with the first two Spider-Man movies. What did you guys think of Spider-Man Homecoming? I loved Homecoming. Oh, really? Okay. I thought Homecoming... Go, go ahead. 
I, th- I think it's better than the second one with Mysterio Far From Home. Yeah. I like, when he, shows up, when he shows up to pick up, like, his date and it's her dad, like, that's that was a twist that I don't think yeah, people yeah. would have seen at all before that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he's a good villain. Like, his, like, his backstory is really good. The, like, mm-hmm. he was doing this stuff and the government takes it away from him and, like, no, not for no good reason either. Yeah. Um, I don't mind that Iron Man's there. I think, I think they do a good job, too, of, like, capturing, like, the whole high school thing of, like, you know, He's like an actually like a teenage friendly neighborhood Spider Man for mm-hmm. the first part of the movie. Yeah. Um, so I I really like the movie. Everything that Robbie said, I 100% agree with, and I think the people that are not thrilled with this because it seemed like Iron Man Junior are kind of missing the point again. Like in this one specifically, he has Aunt May, but he doesn't have like a father figure, mm-hmm. right? And like Tony Stark is being that dude and is giving him all this cool stuff, and he just wants to like make him proud i mean that's all themed throughout the entire movie yeah so he, he doesn't have an uncle ben like yeah. right uncle ben's exactly so and then and you have the character development of obviously throughout the whole movie he wants to impress tony stark and then at the end he doesn't take him off on the offer to join the avengers yep mm-hmm. so that's that's a whole character development in itself and like you definitely see like and there's there the issue with spider-man is there had been a, like other spider-man franchises before to kind of like compare and contrast and we could all agree that this Peter Parker, Tom Holland, is by far the best Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, there's no, there's not even a close competition. Yep. Um, I rewatched the Tobey Maguire one, like, when he's, like, no, the first one when he's, like, still in high school. And, like, it, like it's not, like, the same vibe. Like, it doesn't no. seem like he's, he's so actually. He's so old. He's yeah, so exactly. old. <laughs> like, it's not his fault, but, like, they cast yeah, him so old. Spider-Man's really young and, yeah. like, doesn't really know doing and like this one by far does the best job of that mm. like when he's at the gas station and accidentally like engages like kill mode or whatever yeah, the action yeah. is- takes off the but training like, wheel program or protocol yeah, or whatever like, it's called like that like you know things that a high schooler would actually do if they yeah. were a super uh yeah. and and the funniest line in the movie where ned is in the library and on the computer and the librarian walks in what are you doing he's like i'm watching porn <laughs> it's just so funny <laughs> that line um and i like how it was the whole thing like the because it's a very high school thing to do to like oh, only tell you know your best friend kind of thing. I thought that was funny. Yeah. And then was this the movie, at, or was it Far From Home where he takes the suit off and then Aunt May like screams "What the f" at the end? It's the very end. Oh, it was the very yeah. end of this movie, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So obviously, you know, just two people, or th- I guess you know all the Avengers and you know two other people know. Um, so we think this is Kachow. I think it's a top of Kachow. I I, think I, I would might put it in banger. Oof. I don't know. I'm down with Topic of Chow. Connor might be yeah, a little hesitant on the banger. All right, all right. Next we have um, Thor Ragnarok, easily yeah. the best uh, movie of the Thor trilogy. Or I guess yeah. like, four movies now, because Thor, Love, and Thunder are obviously coming out soon. Um, Elite. So, yeah. Elite? Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Right? It is funny. It it's is really funny, funny when you did not think it was going to be funny. Mm-hmm. The whole scene with him on that planet and meeting up with the Hulk it's and then finding so Valkyrie. I mean, I, that is probably some of the best 15, 20 minutes yeah. of MCU that's not like an Avengers movie. Yeah, It, it does nothing for the plot. It's just good yeah. and entertaining. Mm-hmm. And, the and like Loki's the face, Tom Hiddleston, when they see like uh, Hulk for the first time, like... I, it's, it's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, well, you say it does nothing for the plot, but I isn't Helena still out there? Isn't she? Like, I was talking for that like 15, 20 minutes yeah. when they were oh, like on me. that yeah, planet, yeah. right? Like, there's yeah. no plot development. It's yeah. just them shitting around. He picked up Hulk accidentally. Mm -hmm. And then, the, the fight scene on the bridge is so cool, like with the yeah, giant wolf and the Hulk and like Hela doing her thing and they're trying to get everyone onto the ship. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot going on, but it's really well managed. Mm -hmm. Um I think the way that they wrap it up, I mean similar we talked about in Doctor Strange that no one was beating Scarlet Witch, like no one was beating Hela. So they yeah. had to kind of go a different route and just bring in Surtur to blow the whole thing up. Mm -hmm. Which the Surtur storyline I thought was done so well. Yeah, I thought that was hysterical because that's how the movie starts off, right? And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna bring Ragnarok and like raise and Asgard." Like, okay, whatever. And, like, <laughs> just shows up and he's like, "Ah!" And hell is yeah. like, "Wait!" <laughs> and then like, like Surtur thinks he's winning, but like he's actually not yeah. winning. Like all like, mm. no one's trying to stop him. Yeah, yeah. And people forget that um, Doctor Strange actually made a cameo in this movie where he yeah, was like, because like, he was worried. Yeah, he was worried about like Loki, and he said, "I'm like that boy." Hysterical scene. Yeah, I've been falling for about, thirty minutes. Yeah. A fun fact about that cameo: so it's the only time that Doctor Strange wears gloves. He has no, the with yellow the yellow gloves. gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they mm -hmm. didn't want to do his scars, the CGI for his scars. Uh, so they wanted to save a little bit of money without having to do the CGI for his hand scars. So they had him wear gloves. That's pretty smart, actually. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's not something a lot of people would notice, but. It's, yeah. Um, and then some something that people don't know. This is just a little tidbit. I know Ryan knows this, but the the line where Hulk when they're fighting and Hulk comes out and Thor says it's a friend from work that that wasn't in the script at all. There was there was a kid on set. It was like a kid who was doing like a make a wish and he wanted to be on the set of Thor. And he was the one who said that line. He said he, he was like, oh, he should say it's a friend from work. And like the director, like that's genius. And so they put it in the movie. It was really funny. Um, so yeah, I, I, Ryan, I I feel like Ryan's also leaning towards banger. I don't. I'm leaning towards elite. Okay. I really am with how how it kind of like also just goes right into Infinity War. Yeah. You got that little transition and just like how beaten and battered everyone is, but they still like it's kind of like riding off into the sunset, and then the very next movie starts and they get slaughtered. Everyone's yeah. dead. Yeah. 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 All right. So I yeah, and I like the villain because she's not gone, right? No, she's not. I don't think she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, so, yeah. That'll, that'll be interesting. Personally, I, I would put it in bag, but I definitely understand the argument for Ely. Um, next, we have uh, Black Panther. Also, real quick before we start on Black Panther, that is probably one of the best recoveries from a shit movie, yeah. a shit prequel yeah. <laughs> that you could uh, have. So shout out to them, like learning from kind of where they, some of the shortcomings they have in the previous movie and. You know, really, really turned around. All right, but yes, Black Panther. I have not, God, I haven't seen this one in a while either. One yeah. of the best villains in MCU overall. I, I, I love Michael B. Jordan to a fault. <laughs> Oz? Hey, no, nah, we'll cut that out. Don't worry about it. That's us. No, I, I want you to keep going. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Keep, keep going. I need, I need you to elaborate. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Michael B. Jordan is probably my favorite current actor. That's what it is. That's kind of weird. I just like Creed guy. I, I really like Creed. I really enjoy the Creed movies, Creed, actually. Creed are good movies. Yeah. Um, but no, Robbie, you're completely right. I mean, the whole, you know, Killmonger is a great a great villain. Um, Chadwick Boseman is obviously incredible as T'Challa. Um, his his sister's super funny. She's kind of the comedic relief, and, but she's also like a genius, and that's a really good aspect. Um, him him kind of having the conflict with knowing that his father wanted the best, but also his father was the one that, like, 
killed Killmonger's father was also a very interesting storyline. M'Baku's awesome too. M'Baku, yeah, character. I love that character. Um, I feel like this movie was slightly overrated. Personally. Yeah, I think so. It, it did um, get like ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is kind of nuts. Yeah. Like that's insane. I, 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 you know, again, it was, it was a time for a lot of African American actors, right? I mean, there is a mm-hmm. lot of people that you know got their, got their shot in an MCU movie, and I mean, what was like the the cast was like ninety five, ninety six percent black, and you know, obviously as it should be for a movie that's set in like sub-Saharan Africa, which is supposed to be like the country's what's supposed to be like absolutely desolate or whatever, mm-hmm. like super, super poor. And then they're like, no, we're like definitely the richest country like in, in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing like some of the cool technology that had come out of it and finding out like that's where Cap, Sh- did you find out that's where Cap Shield came from in that movie? That Are was you made just- of Vibranium? No, no, they said it was made out of vibranium earlier. Said, yeah, yeah, they said vibranium before that. Okay. Yeah, I think you find out that's where all the vibranium is exactly. in Wakanda. Yeah. But. The only one that knows is, is Stark. Stark mentions he's like he knows about Wakanda and stuff because I'm sure his dad, you know, kind of told him. Sure. Um, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think like finding, like, you know, you kind of knew T'Challa wasn't going to be dead, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was oh, yeah, yeah. early in the movie for him to be dead. So I thought like the timing was kind of kind of odd on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, and then like the whole like family running for their lives. There was there were a couple moments in the in like the, some of the fight scenes at the end. I th- I think the fight scene between Killmonger and T'Challa was great. I at think the, the end, fight yeah, scene yeah. between like the tribes were was kind of forced because I yeah. really don't think that they would really turn on T'Challa if he was like back and healthy. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was kind of odd decision making. No, yeah. Um, the first fight, Killmonger gave him that work. Like T'Challa yeah. was not ready for him at all. It was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I would Probably put this in Kichau. I'd agree. say that's fine. I I would personally probably put it in. It was a movie, but nah, I, 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 I come on, I understand. <laughs> um. So next we have Avengers: Infinity War. A, yep, definitely elite. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's much argument to be had to say that definitely Avengers: elite. Infinity War. One of the as like Robbie said, you know, the first time that we really saw the heroes lose was in Age of Ultron because you know obviously he ultimately got what he wanted, but the first time we saw them more physically lose, well, you know, with yeah. you know people thought that they were dead and stuff was Infinity War, Thanos, all-time movie superhero villain, obviously, yeah. the the guy who plays that, his name Josh Brolin, Josh something? Brolin. yeah, yep. um, he's. His voice is incredible. The writing for Thanos is so good. He's so philosophical and and he's psychotic, but it's like he the way that he presents it is so it, it seems just. Yo, but is he wrong? Is he <laughs> yeah, exactly? No, but he's like he justifies he's it so well. <laughs> but he justifies himself so well, and and it creates like almost an uneasiness with with the audience and stuff. And um, just stays so intimidating the entire yeah. time. I mean, obviously yeah. like, he's physically intimidating, but like, you also, when he's talking, like know that he has a purpose in everything that he's doing. Yeah. His yeah. cronies are entertaining. Like yes. some of some, like the fights that they'd have. Um, the lost re- I love, <laughs> I, I yeah. love the scene in, I believe it's, it's London where it's vision and, um, Wanda, Wanda and they're getting kind of worked over. Mm-hmm. Uh, his vision, like I don't know, whatever they use, like got stabbed in the yeah, yeah, yeah. And Cap comes in and just absolutely like, starts in one of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So also the whole I, Doctor Strange and Iron Man dynamic through the whole movie is great. Yeah, yep. The, I mean, just like the way they did the team ups is just so interesting. Like you have like 
the Guardians and then Iron Man and Doctor Strange and Spider Man and like they all. Well, the two of the Guardians go with Thor and like just the way that they split it up and like have these storylines going like the characters they picked to be together and it made sense for them to be together like was mm. really well done and really interesting each each storyline was really interesting yep and then the, you got the hulk storyline of him like getting absolutely worked over yeah. and then being scared to actually come yeah. out like mm-hmm. that's not, never something you've seen from hulk yeah uh and, and it was it was another one of those movies that started uh, it was kind of like guardians of the galaxy obviously it was but this was a lot more actiony but it started off like really sad because Loki dies, Heimdall dies immediately and then Loki dies immediately and like everybody except for Thor dies, you know, on that ship kind of thing. Uh, and he yep. obviously gets the, you know, this, he, the Tesseract, yeah, because Loki had the Tesseract, so he obviously gets that. Um, so yeah, it was very good. It was obviously an incredible movie. Uh, and then the whole, you know, the end with, you know, him ripping the stone out of Vision's head and, yeah. you know, setting up all the Wanda stuff and him like, you know, you should have gone for the head. And I think the fun, the funniest scene in the movie is is when you guys mentioned it was when Spider Man and the Guardians and like Doctor Strange and Iron Man are all on the ship. He's like, "What what master do you serve? What master do I serve? You want me to say Jesus? Jesus. <laughs> You're from Earth. Yeah, yeah Kentucky. Know, yeah, that's I'm on from, Earth, dipshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. shout out to Peter Quill for losing his cool again. Yeah, which, that was a great moment. And then when they Recurring almost had the glove theme. off or whatever. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. And then, well, and then, like you said, there was some of the, um, oh, wait, never mind. That's an end game. I'm thinking something else. Uh, but yeah, this is obviously an elite movie. Um, so we'll move on to the next one. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think, under- dude, I hardly remember this movie. Uh, yeah, I don't. This so, is one I was like, not looking forward to talking about because I don't really remember. A whole Robbie, lot explain it. why you think it's underrated. I, I mean, I just, I think the Ant-Man and Wasp dynamic is good, I think, but we talked about Paul Red. Like, he just plays the character incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Um, they let his, like, kind of, like, background characters come even more into it. Like, Ruiz actually plays, like, a important role in the movie. Yeah. Um, like, he really does come to the forefront. Uh, the villain, I think, is, like, it's weird because there's, like, a lot of villains going on. Because you have, like, Ghost, and then you have, which is, like, the girl that, like, keeps phasing through yeah, yeah. or whatever and, like, can't stop it. And then you have uh, the Texan guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But, like he's like doing. He's trying to buy like all of Pim's technology and stuff. Um, but I and like this is the first time you get to see them go into the quantum realm, which obviously becomes very important mm-hmm. later. Movies They'll go ahead and sets that up. So I, I I mean it's it's like the Thor Guardians movie. It's just also just a very funny movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the quantum realm research that they that, that they were doing, like obviously, is completely just there for, and or for Endgame. Yeah, like yeah. that. That's why that movie was created to kind of give some, some reasoning behind how they did that. Um, well, that's also this is another one that I would argue this is a very very good uh, post credit scene because when yeah. he's like, yes. hey, "Hey, bring me back up," and then they're all you know they've all been dusted. You know, that was obviously a really good post credit scene. Um, I. I don't know, just because it was so, like Ryan said, it was kind of forgettable. I, yeah. For me personally, I put it in, it was a movie for me personally. I would agree. But, because it's not bad. It's not bad by any means, but it's just like, it's kind of a little forgettable. The, the um, villains are confusing. Yeah. Like yeah. Robbie was mentioning. And, like, yeah, they get the mom back, which is like the whole goal of the entire movie. Um, and then she disappears again. 
like yeah. just get snapped. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's like, <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. so we did all this. Yeah, yeah for nothing. That's why I'm saying it literally just paved the way for Endgame. Yeah. Um. So next up, one of the most controversial ones on the list, Captain Marvel. I don't think I don't understand the hate that it gets. I thought it was fine. It, it, I, I think a lot of people had issue with Brie Larson. Just, it just it hurt. Also, it was also kind of forgettable for me, though. Yeah, I feel that. But it set up some decent stuff. Well, obviously, like her, you know, her as as a character in the MCU, and also the um, the feud between the Kree and the what was golly, I can't remember what the other one was. Yeah, the scrolls. But like the, because you see the scrolls in Far From Home again. Um, this yeah. Far From Home, and then the whole then Ronan, like he was a Kree. I was like, what the hell? It was so random to me just to see that. Um, and it was you got to see early Fury. Fury was pretty like Daniel Jackson was really good in this movie. It was I very thought funny. he saved the movie from he was yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 he was very good in that. Um, and Another movie that they throw in just so they could have her in Endgame though, because then she just like shows yeah. up in Endgame and like wrecks shit. Like again, they just kind of threw it in so you would have her around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, you could have thrown that movie in any point of yeah. like production in the timeline of making these movies, and it wouldn't have made a difference. It was just so that she would be like more memorable when she came into fight. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know if I want to put it in Kachika. Is that are we thinking is that poor? I think we, I think we need another one in Kachika. I think it's worse than all of the movies we have in it was a movie like by a considerable margin oh i didn't like black widow oh i was i thought you were saying the ones we were about to like no the ones we yeah. have and it was a movie i think it's worse than all but yeah post game credit for um infinity war was that the whole samuel L. jackson pressing the oh yeah that's an all-time yeah that's an all-time one um and then next up avengers endgame elite i mean i don't know <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, I mean, not as good as infinity war Let's let's yeah, no, start agreed. there. It agreed. is not as good as Infinity War, mm-hmm. but like you have to put it in Elite for how yeah. much it wraps up. And I mean, it was a long movie, but mm-hmm. like I, I, I think they do a really good job. What do you guys think of? Because a lot of people thought that it was almost a, a bailout, the whole time travel thing. What do you guys think of that idea that they brought in? Well, it's like they almost. I mean, they kind of set up the whole multiverse thing too, because they're like, it's not really time travel. Mm. Like you're going to a di- completely different timeline. Yeah. Because once you like go back in time, quote unquote, you're no longer in your timeline. You're on a different timeline. Yeah. And so I think that's part of it that it kind of set up the multiverse that way. It's not quite the same thing, but mm-hmm. it is also kind of the same thing. Yeah. Which is confusing. But <laughs> yeah. And then them retrieving the stones, the, the you know, the, all those scenes were very cool. Them, you know, getting the or that's how the Loki show started is that one timeline where he got the mm-hmm. Tesseract and disappeared. Uh, the Hulk getting the the stone from the ancient one and like describing the whole situation was very cool. Um, Tony get, going back to see his dad and then, you know, that was yep. it was very, very cool. Offering uh, him advice about him, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like yeah. the little paradox things. I didn't get involved. And Black, obviously, Black Widow dying, uh, sacrificing her. Oh, the Red Skull cameo on Vormir, and them getting, you know, Hawkeye getting the Mind Stone. Um, that, yeah. Well, he popped up in Infinity War, too. Yeah, you saw him in Infinity War when Thanos went. No, I know. Wait, what? What did I say? Well, you just saying Red Skull yeah, cameo. The first time you but... mentioned it was for Red Skull and Game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, some incredible moment, and you know Tony, Tony Stark at the beginning, like I said, I referenced it earlier, but the, his whole conversation with Cap, the whole you know we need to shield around the world, like that's an incredible scene. 
Um, there's so many good scenes. I mean, when they all come back and, you know, everybody's swinging, you know, Spider-Man's swinging around and the whole you know, portals are opening. And, and it's just, it, it's such a Captain America well, thing, you know. Go ahead. The portal scene's so good. The portal yeah. scene's just... Well, it, just no, it's such through. fan service such and it's still a hit. And it still was great. Um, yeah. We talked about it earlier when we were talking about some of the Iron Man trilogy, but again, the character arc for Tony Stark when you see him as a mm. dad... You know, oh, yeah. doesn't give a sh- doesn't give a sh- shit about the suits no. anymore, right? That's who made him. And you know, in a lot of people's mind, the suits are what made him. He's like, no, it's it's now the family and yeah. all this kind of stuff. But he still comes back and and helps and is like, holy shit! Like you, you can actually bring all these people back. Yeah, the uh, the trio fight between you know him, Cap, and Thor versus Thanos. Uh, Cap you know, catching the hammer. Um, it's just so many I can't again remember. fan service. Yeah, yeah, but but, love but, but you knew because again an Age of Ultron callback because he yep. moved the hammer in Age of Ultron. Um, and also I such a Captain America moment where his shield's broken in half, everybody's down, and he pulls the strap tighter. He's about to take on the entire Thanos army, and everybody and then on your left, obviously. Um, yeah, and then eventually, and then Wanda, you know, taking taking Thanos one on one until he tells them to like rain, the ships to rain. What have what? Yeah, he would. She would have collapsed him. Uh, she, and she wasn't even Scarlet Witch, which again, yeah. she, like, unbelievably powerful. Uh-huh. She yeah. gave no issues to beating like Strange. Yeah, and um, I always forget his. I guess this Wong. the new sorcerer Wong. Wong. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm a casual <laughs> sorcerer supreme. The yeah, supreme. it's very, it's very um, disrespectful. And also an all-time villain moment because again, sometimes villains and heroes are stupid. When Captain Marvel is trying to take the gauntlet off Thanos, and he pulls out the power stone, he uses it on her instead of just like trying to fight for it it's like that thank you for having some level of intelligence yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so yeah and then obviously you know they end up winning and you know oh I and then Iron. this was obviously in a, like an insane opening scene where hawkeye's family dies like his entire family oh. and he's ronin at the beginning or is that what was this okay ronin. i get confused ronin and ronan right like that's the, the guardians guy yeah yeah um so yeah, so yeah, the movie obviously belongs in Elite. So next we have Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah, <laughs> it was a, it was a movie. Yeah, I probably it was a movie. The villain sucked, man. It just Hysteria. wasn't really. Yeah, it wasn't very inspiring. Hmm. Um, you know, he has to come and in, come into his own a little bit, right? He didn't have, yeah. didn't have Tony Stark anymore. Um, I, I just don't. It doesn't do anything better than the other two Spider-Man movies do. Mm-hmm. Like every part of it is done better by either one of those other two movies. Yeah, a little less fanfare in the second one than the third one. Yeah, so there's so much. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the third one say. is like rich with fanfare, yeah, and it still awesome. might make it into Elite just because of that. It's probably going to end more in banger. Bang, like bang, the actual. It's not. It's not. Banger. I was already. I, I was already. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess um, we'll... we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> from yeah and then obviously the reveal at the end with fury and um maria hill mm-hmm. being you know uh scrolls cool. is interesting um so yeah I, it was yeah like you see i said it was fine i mean nothing nothing super inspiring there um yeah we'll move on to black widow i'm gonna say it. i think this is a kachika i oh, did, sure. did not really enjoy black widow if i'm being 100 percent honest i was disappointed in what they villain could have been so much cooler too like, i feel like taskmaster could be a really cool villain and end up not being a very cool bro villain. her 
becoming Black Widow was so much more interesting than where they said the movie in, like her going through the whole like academy or whatever yeah. that they had to go through. That's fascinating. But like, th I don't know. I was not a fan. I mean, obviously they introduced her sister who's who plays a part in Hawkeye. Uh, the show remind me time wise where this was supposed this takes to take place, place right before infinity war okay yeah right after civil yeah. war between that and infinity war yeah yeah i just i again i thought it was they it wasn't very it's not very memorable i'm no, trying i'm try, like i did not see it very long ago and i'm the, it, it, was, it was the one too that they released only on disney plus over covid because all the movie theaters were closed mm -hmm. yeah and so like you're probably watching it from home and so like as soon as you got disinterested you probably got on your phone and weren't paying attention that's what but, i did i remember going to the theaters and i saw that one in the theaters but um i don't I, we definitely saw it out but black widow like the, yeah. like they're because there's she has the whole lawsuit against them because they're like yeah, you, the money streaming is different than the ones you get in theaters yeah. and they didn't really see them all in theaters as so you said it's a breach of contract that whole thing yeah um yeah, I th I think I obviously she did a fine job, but yes, yeah, so, like I said, the story, the timeline, I I think they they chose incorrectly with the story that Budapest. they they told. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a that's a kachika for us. Um, one on it, one that shocked me and how good that I believed it was is Shang Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. If I, I would put this in, I would put this in banger. I thought this movie was incredible. The fight scenes are so freaking cool. The good. bus one and then the like scaffolding one. Where they're like doing all that. Dude, I mean, and then, then the end so fight scene good. too. Like the fight, like they really did a good job of like playing homage to like kung fu movies and like the yeah. fight scene. Like they, you could tell they really spent time focusing on yeah. those. It's it's yeah, the Wong uh, and Abomination fight. Yeah, that was hilarious. Like they first, yeah. like, they what first the hell? Get there, it's hysterical. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. It, this is a perfect example of when the Marvel because it, let's be real, there there is a formula to Marvel movies. Like especially in origin stories, they have a very strict formula that they kind of stick to. I would honestly argue, maybe apart from the first Iron Man, this is the best they've ever done it. This is the best yeah. that they've ever done the formula. I I think this is a firm firmly in banger. I love okay this movie. That. What do you okay think, Clay? We'll put it in yeah, banger. I don't have a problem with it. Well, yeah, I I was shocked by how much I enjoyed that movie when I walked out of the theater. I was like, damn, it's like in my top ten. I was like, well, yeah, you know, it yeah. really sticks when you. I was searching for like comic books and references yeah. and like how how long has shang chi been in like the mm -hmm. marvel comic book uh universe and all that kind yeah. of stuff it's like it's it, it not one, one that you really knew mm -hmm. yeah I, I i saw it in theaters and then i was like excited and like watched it the day that it came out on disney plus because i yeah. wanted to watch the movie again yeah yeah it's very rewatchable um, and like you said, the the uh, surprise, the Mandarin comes out of nowhere. You're just like, what the hey, hell? <laughs> and then, uh, what's what's the little like animal's name? Oh yeah, that was funny. That whole I can't yeah. remember what it's what it was yeah. called, but that was a funny bit. Um, yeah, and so we will talk about Spider Man No Way Home. Spider Man, it's it's at least a banger, just because it's a banger. It's not elite. Look, come on, like yeah, in terms, in in terms of the MCU probably the most overrated movie just because people were so choked up with nostalgia basically that they thought it was and, and the, the, it the was. plot holes are just the abundant <laughs> so like, there's, there's a lot of plots. yeah yeah and it, it, nobody cares because doc that that it, it, yeah. yeah credit to the fanfare that it's making it a banger nobody with cares. how many plot holes <laughs> yeah. it had but they, they did the fan service so well like they yeah. did it really well and like it made sense and like it wasn't like just them throwing us a bone like that that all was set up really well just mm. The the whole Doctor Strange plot just yeah him is, deciding to just do that for him it was just yeah, very strange. 
And like um, you're telling me like that you're gonna mess up the multiverse this bad just because like Peter Parker is like freaking yeah. out. Like <laughs> I, no, come on. Yeah. Um but Doc Ock, Green Goblin, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, phenomenal. I mean, they're seasoned actors, obviously, uh, um, played their roles exceptionally mm -hmm. well. Yeah, the Green Goblin scene where like he like Peter feels his heartbeat and like notices something change. Oh, like, I look because you can. He has the Spidey sense. You can like they yeah. they show that in editing, but like the Spidey sense around him, it's so cool because he it, like phases out the background and stuff. Yeah, oh, that scene cool. is so good. And then yeah. Green Goblin's like, oh, that's a neat little trick you got there because you know. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, Defoe his, and his face when it changes yeah, to like yeah. being like the yeah. green goblin. He's so, so good. good. And then so. and then you know, props tomorrow for not making the um Great Power Comes with Great Responsibility line too cheesy and giving it to Aunt May, you know, not making it too cheesy. And then Green not, Goblin yeah. Green Goblin just claps her. You're like, yo. <laughs> like she just dies immediately. You're like, holy like crap. you knew it was coming, it's but dark, damn. though. It's yeah, that's a that's a dark moment for especially for the Spider Man character. Well, then it gets dark too, and he's like literally ready to murder Green Goblin, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, like just on the on the shield and the Statue of Liberty, like just yeah. And um, they they did a very good job with a lot of people had issues with elect like Jamie Foxx's Electro in Amazing Spider-Man Two because it was so not Jamie Foxx because it was such like a nerd character. But then this one, they just made him like jamie fox they just yeah, made him made jamie fox electric yeah exactly and it's so much better they didn't, for his character. They didn't make him fall into a vat of electric eels to get his and, power i mean i know it's the same it, character but like that was stupid and they made and they made him like not looks they didn't have him do the blue face and stuff they had him just like have electric you know that it's so much but jamie fox was the, so the, improved lightning, like, but also comic mask but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But that that's um, cgi improvements yeah, yeah 100 percent cgi improvements yeah, but they decided they not to go with yeah that yeah right um yeah, but this is a very good movie, and you know the whole the the ending truly is heartbreak. Obviously, we you know we all love the Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield stuff. I mean, you know, um, obviously the ending is heartbreaking. You know, he can't be. You know, nobody knows who he is anymore. So it was well very, written, very very, I, very well. I, I, yeah, I think I think they ended the movie well of like yeah, setting him up like, his kind of next adventure of like, you know, just he's not he's not in high school anymore. Like he's going to be doing something different. And, yeah. He's a neighborhood Spider-Man. Like that's what he is. He doesn't have to be involved with the multiverse stuff. Ooh, He's just man. in New York. Um. So yeah, we'll put that in banger. Uh. And then we will tell. We it's not here on the list, but we can talk about where we would put Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. I was disappointed. I in the grand agree. scheme of things, I Probably. thought it was very hyped up. Um. Because yeah. you thought, yeah, you thought it was going to expand things. It's just yeah. Like, it was like it. your first big movie with the multiverse. Yeah. Right. And. You know, and then there were rumors of it being like a kind of a horror movie too, mm. and you're really interested to see like how they were gonna spin that. And and they like half-assed the horror thing. Yeah. They like, really half-assed the horror. did it, but they also didn't. It's like you should have either gone for it or just lucked it out. It's mm. just Wanda being spooky. Wanda being yeah. spooky, yeah. And like I so said, just the, some of the weird like edits and stuff they made of like 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 I said, there are times where it literally felt like like a shitty horror movie. Of like, why yeah. are you fading their faces in and out randomly? Yeah. Yeah. If in terms of ranking, I'm putting it at the top of it was a movie. That's what I was gonna Kachow. say. I, I was yeah, I was gonna say bottom of Kachow. Just say, I like sucks. I do think it was good enough to not be it was a movie, but yeah. it was not much better than that. Yeah. yeah. Which is which is honestly like yeah, like Ryan said, disappointing. So um when we have the most so we can either do you guys want to rank the top or do you guys want to rank the one we have? If we had Eternals, top? I would put that in Oof. Oh a Oh yeah, why isn't Eternals? Yeah, Eternals is god awful. 
Oh, I don't think that's not good. Robbie, it's not good. I, it's a I would put like it was a movie. No chance. Bro, Eternals makes me want to touch a baby. Yeah. I hate that aggressive. movie. That's aggressive. <laughs> no punching. Children. We're also already at a at an hour and a half, Connor. So I don't know okay. if we want to rank one with the most movies. Okay. We do okay, then we can just do the top real quick. We have the so. most in Elite? We have the most in Kachow. Wow. So we can we can just do the top. We can do uh, elite. So which which is going to be difficult. Um, but we have Winter Soldier, Civil War, Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame. Like five, like I said. Ragnarok goes at the five. bottom. I think Ragnarok goes at the bottom of the five. In my opinion, the last two caps. I'm debating if I want to put Civil War or Ragnarok at the bottom. I, I think Ragnarok at the bottom. If I'm doing it, I'm doing Infinity War, Winter Soldier. Endgame. Oh, and it's like a dead heat for me with Ragnarok and Civil War. I might, I might swap Infinity or Winter Soldier and Infinity War. Like, Bro, I think Winter Soldier is the best MCU. That's what Damn, I'm saying. Really? Endgame, I mean, I'm Ragnarok, not. War. I'm not upset with that take. I, 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 I'm definitely putting Ragnarok above Civil War. Okay, that's fine. I would put right. Civil War at the bottom. Okay, then. Yeah. So we have that. We have Winter Soldier confirmed here on Bros. in the Break podcast. Winter Soldier being the best MCU movie. Uh, but Which is the most basic take of all time, by the way. <laughs> I think most people think Infinity War is probably the best one. I would I would think. Um, yeah. So Winter Soldier, Infinity War, Endgame, Thor Ragnarok, and Captain America Civil War is our final list. Uh, Ryan, do you want to sign us out? Thank you guys for joining us today. Yeah, a... MCU special on the Brosnanberg this week for the second podcast in three days. You know, we're really putting in that work for our fans. I want to see our content get out uh, as much as possible. Um, so thank you for listening That's, on wherever like you're getting your podcast. Guys, uh... Two guys sitting at home not doing anything who have time to record what? podcasts. I'm sorry. Yo, wait, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's kind of nuts. <laughs> Absolutely wild take from <laughs> so, our yeah, other co-host. I don't know about that. But thank you for listening on Spotify, watching on YouTube, and wherever else you get your podcasts. But this has been for Ryan, Robbie, and Connor. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Game responsibly.